So what's good, y'all? What's another episode of Thoughts Spinning Podcast? It's your host, Sean Solo. This week, I'm joined by a very special first-time guest, actually. Go ahead and announce yourself. Hey, everyone. My name is Ifton. I went to school with Rashad at Morgan, fellow Morganite. Shout out to the Bears. <laughs> For yes, sure. forever and always. So you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, or you want to try to stay under the radar? Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, you're a very multifaceted young lady. You uh, I'm, an, I'm an engineer. Boom. <laughs> Graduated from Morgan State and Iowa State. Um, okay, shout out to the cornfields in Iowa. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. actually, Iowa is the second largest producer of corn in the world. So See, are. boom. I be knowing, man. They are very cornfield, literally. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right, bet. So I guess we can go ahead and get, well, it's the new year. How has the new year been for you so far before we get to the pentathol of the week? Um, well, I, I actually was like sick. Oh, okay. Going into the new year. Like literally I didn't do anything for New Year's Eve. I was like dead sick. Really? Like, I'm so serious. Like wow. sick, sick. Like I'm talking like fever. Okay. Like the whole nine yards. That happens. So, and I was sick from like last Thursday all the way up to like this past Tuesday. Really? Yeah. So okay. I never, I mean, I guess you could say it hasn't been great so far. I mean, you're alive. Yeah. So boom, you know, you got to take what you got. So but, I'm alive. Okay. Well, oh, since you God. didn't ask me, my New Year's was pretty good, you know, so far. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You didn't even let me say how was your New Year's. Okay, it's not like it's getting ready to stop, so, but it's cool. Oh but my God. My New Year's was pretty great. Me and my homie Breezy, shout Breezy, she went to Morgan with us too. Okay. She had a soiree at her crib. It was mm-hmm. great. Had a good time, as always, when we all link up. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, New Year's been all right. I mean, we're only a couple days into it. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. The weather's really strange, but, you know, I'm wrapping up. I don't know about everybody else out there. Cause I see people wearing short sets because it's 60 degrees out, but, you mm-hmm. know, nothing to do with me. So. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm loving the weather. I'm actually forgetting that it's January. You're going to find out again. B. I know, I know. Yeah. It's supposed to be like 40 on Saturday. It it's is. It's going to drop down. Yeah, it's cool. But I All love right. it. Yeah, it's cool. I wish it would have been like, I guess spring weather to uh this weekend because i would like to go hiking that'd be kind of dope that's what i'm upset about really? like it's been 70 this whole week like but then it's gonna yeah. be cold on the weekend right i would have preferred to be cold during the week exactly. and then at 70 because i actually have plans on saturday okay so i would have loved if i gotta wear a dress and everything i would have loved to oh, have been wow. 70 so yeah it's all yeah. good you know bundle up still look fly yeah i guess <laughs> so anyways segue into the pending thought of the week this is something that's been on my mind for a minute do you think it's a quiet push for anti-intellectualism today or in general? Um, yeah. What I, makes you think that, though? What makes you think that? Since it has been on your mind. <laughs> sure, it's been on my mind because I feel as though every time I'm on, like, social media or even just mm-hmm. as far as having conversations with people sometimes, it's kind of wild to me how a lot of people can't hold a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. Granted, everybody has their, you know... I guess difficulties with public speaking, which is fine. I feel like, you know, you work through that, how you work through that. But mm-hmm. beyond that, a lot of people, you know, are in this, I guess, trying to be, quote unquote, get the bag, trying to be more so like a uh, hustle culture or more so like fall behind what billionaires do, like with Elon Musk. He has a big mm-hmm. following or who else is a big one? Uh, what's the guy on Amazon name again? Uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, yeah. you know, because I mean, I just feel as though like, I guess everyone's in that mode of survival, which I get it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I feel as though like you can always take time to learn more and learn other ways other than just being focused on hustle culture. I mean, they kind of preach that a lot. I wouldn't say Jeff does. More so Elon to a degree. Kind of mm-hmm. like 
And not even just have other entertainers or people as well. And the most part that people that have, have strong followers follow that whole notion like, you know, I got to make as much as possible. I don't really, I'm not really a big avid reader of books like Kanye said one time a couple of years back. Like, mm -hmm. I kind of feel like a lot of people kind of push towards that point. And even a simple joke, sometimes you might say something that's kind of, I guess, quote unquote, out of the norm. Mm -hmm. And people kind of climbing for it. What are you trying to sound smart? Yeah. Type situation. Mm -hmm. So, what's your spiel on it? So, I do think there is a push. Um, <clears throat> but I think that I look at the push more so from the way that the system is set up. Like, hmm. I do think that, like, the people around us, influence or like our peers i guess you could say or society kind of um helps push the system along yeah but i do think that i think that our i think it's a generational thing okay i mean i'm about to like really get deep but sure. um i do think previous generations had a lot more knowledge and actually desired and seek knowledge and to be as intellectual as possible than our generation. I think it's a multitude of things. I think one, social media plays a huge part. I think people are just want quick and fast information, mm -hmm. which is not really good for our brain. Because anything that you get quick and fast normally doesn't isn't good for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you think about physical, you want to quick and fast to lose weight. Most of the time, that's not good for you. Or if yeah. you want to gain weight quick and fast, it's not healthy for you. Right. Versus most of the things that take time are normally what's healthier for you. So I feel like social media has got us to this point where we don't desire to pursue more knowledge. We want whatever we can get within those 30 seconds of a video versus reading a book or maybe even l listening to a podcast that's actually talking about real things. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think there's that. But then I also think from the systems perspective, like when I say system, I mean like the way that I guess you could say the government or they. Mm -hmm. um, I think they push us in a way to somewhat kind of be, I don't want to say robotic, but to just have one path and like anything other than that outside of the general thought or path mm -hmm. is a no. You know what I mean? I and, a, and an example could be like, um, and I might say this wrong, but cool. uh, the school to prison pipeline. Yeah. Like that is a perfect example. Like they're already setting up things where they're like, okay, you're in kindergarten, especially in black communities. They're already preparing for you to go to jail. Like they're already telling you, like, we don't want you to be smart enough to think outside of this box. And I'm going to be honest, even with college, and I know I'm a two-time college graduate. Big time. But, <laughs> and I love college. I'm a huge advocate for college, but I do think that. Even with college, they kind of, I don't, they pressure all of us to be like the only way to make a life or to make good money mm -hmm. or to make it in America or maybe even the world. I don't know. I can only speak for America is to go to college, which is not true. There are a lot of people that I know that took a trade or that didn't go to college that are making more money and have more opportunity than people that did go to college. But I feel like, again, that's all by design. Like part of, you know, your intellectual process is sometimes you have to go outside of the norm. You have to step outside of the box and try new things and you have to be okay with that. And you should be encouraged for that. But I feel like just the way that the system is set up is it's teaching us to kind of just do as I say, or as we say, and nothing else. And how can you develop and how can you really develop intellectually if you're just kind of doing whatever, whatever your parents say or the yeah. system says or whoever says. I see. So when you mix that up and then you factor in social media too, 
and how that plays a part and how I'm gonna be honest to a certain extent it's kind of mushing our brain you know um yeah I feel experiences like, yeah I mean social media is a great tool absolutely I don't want to sit here down social media but I feel like it's not as helpful because most of us aren't using it to our best of ability like that's just yeah. being honest General you know po- what I mean? population i'm sure yeah and yeah. think about it even if you're listening or you're looking at the most healthiest of things again it's still not the best because it's like a lot of us are a lot of us are using it all the time 24 like most people when they wake up in the morning the first thing that they grab is their phone and what do they do they're looking at social media like that's you already you you kind of already you know like setting your brain up to my, in my opinion, a little bit to a failure because it's like, and I'm guilty of it because I do the same thing. I don't want to sit here and point the finger because okay. I do it. There's always three more points back. You know, exactly. So, but I'm saying like, you're not even giving yourself an opportunity to like just kind of sit in silence and peace, pray, you know what I mean? Because that's important to me and I think it should be important to everybody. But you know, like, I don't know, something else, you're just immediately kind of diving into the social media and yeah, I just I don't know too much of screen time. Yeah, you know can't be good for you. But we'll see down the road. We don't know yet. But I mean, I mean I feel like doctors are already saying you know you know they're always saying when you first wake up try to not get on your phone within the first hour of waking up or within the last hour of going to sleep. True. Stuff like that. So I feel like that it's kind of already out there. It you is. Know? I mean I guess everything <laughs> in moderation. You know. I mean, from time to time, yeah. I do the same thing, but I also am cognizant of how much time I'm spending as well. Now, especially since I'll be able, well, working from home, kind of bored. So it's like, I could be looking up some other stuff while I'm on the computer. Yeah. You know, that's how I look at it. And also, too, I guess it's difficult for people to think outside the box sometimes because of, I guess you could try to say, the push of anti-intellectualism. But it's also environmental as well. It's also about the circle you keep around you, what your circle of influences are, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. that book, uh... The seven highly effective habits, seven, seven yeah. habits of highly effective people yeah. talked about that, the circle of influence. And once I read the book, I was like, wow, that's interesting. That actually makes sense. Like, yeah, you're a reflection of what you entertain, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, dating, the job, yeah. your friends, whatever. So I think that comes in, uh, makes a, a big part of it. And I mean, for the most part, people are followers. You know, it's some people that That's stand true. out. I mean, we all are followers to some degree. Of course. You know, yeah. but um, it's some that, you know, try to, I guess, find a way to stand out of the the norm. So, yeah, no, but. definitely. Um, I just think that, you know, I just feel like it's a little bit more now in our generation and probably generations before. Um, hmm, maybe, because we can't forget about the crack era. There was a <laughs> lot of followers then. Then before that was the heroin era. A lot of people was in and out. So, I mean, it depends. It happens for every generation. Like, I remember, Yeah, you're probably right. It's probably is every generation has their, you know, key moment. Yeah. Like, my dad's a baby boomer, and he used to always say, like, older folk from, I guess, I don't know what it was before the baby boomers. I can't even speak on that because well before me. But, like, these are Oh, I know. Say, 1940s. I think it's, like, 1946 to 1964. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, that is the I'm baby boomers. I'm about nine. You talking about baby boomers? I'm talking about before them. Oh, before you talking about the silent generation. That's they're called the That's silent. What, yeah, they're called the Ent- silent generation before 1946. So yeah, but that generation, my dad said he's always. You don't. They're called silent because you don't even remember them. You see what I'm saying? Unfortunately, hence I don't. the name, silent yeah. generation. Hand clap for you because I didn't know that. <laughs> but oh uh, yeah, but he's always somehow his generation that gets slammed by his parents' generation all the time, and I kind of see that you know over time his generation wasn't too big on you know Generation X. 
And then But okay, but you can't lie. Like what? when you look at previous generations. Okay. And you it, like honestly, because I know some people from the silent generation, Me which too? are you know, and they're like not in their nineties, hun. They're like a hundred. Yeah. I you need we I'm sure we both know people from baby boomers, we both know gen gen X's, we know us, and then we know Gen Z. Yep. I'm telling you, the quality of conversation, in my opinion, and it mm-hmm. might have something to do with age, but still, yeah. I still feel like the types of conversation or the knowledge to the extent that they have mm-hmm. is just far different. And even our interests, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just feel like they live more life, though. So, of course, they're going to have more intellectual conversations. Of course, they've seen a lot. They've seen a whole lot. They experienced a whole lot as well. So, I mean, not to say that that makes them better or anything like that, <laughs> but this is different times, you know. I promise that my grandmother's generation, my father's side, like, uh, she used to have to sit in the back of restaurants, like, mm. in order to eat in restaurants, like, yeah. white people to spit on her type shit, wow. you know? So, mm-hmm. see, her uh, viewpoint POV was different than how mine would, would be, you know? So, that just kind of comes with, I guess, how much life you've lived. And also, uh, I don't want to say grown, but maturation of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I think that just, every generation has a goof. Goose for the yeah, most part. There's no perfect generation. Cause I, I know a lot of people always say, I thought I was born in the wrong generation, the wrong time. It's like you're right on time. <laughs> you're right where you're supposed to be at. No, I do. It wasn't I do this. think that. Yeah. You do? I mean, I do. I think when people say that, it's weird because it's it like is. You, you were born at the right time. Exactly. Like, I don't think God would make any mistake. Like, yeah. you put you here for a reason. I mean, I couldn't so. really imagine. Like, the only difference now is technological advances. Like, I always say this podcast. So imagine the crack era when they had phones. Like, smartphones they would have had at that time it would be the same never saying now the <laughs> same exact thing let's even taking it back to like uh when AIDS was like on and popping though i couldn't imagine i couldn't imagine <laughs> what you think phones would have done differently to AIDS? i'm just saying people have been recording <laughs> shit or niggas would have started more rumors and stuff like that like it would have been the same thing that's how okay. i feel because okay. i mean it was a it was a pandemic it's like crap was a pandemic heroin still is obviously but you know and it's heroin is still a Always has been. It's been people like are still wait, wait. People opiates. are still taking hair. Oh, opioids. opiates! Is, I thought that was heroin. different. They're in this, they're cousins for the most part. It's in the same. Oh, family. I didn't know that. You just taught me something new. I thought opioids was like when you when you take um, oxycodone all the time. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't still, think that was the same as heroin. They come from poppy plants and all that. Oxycodone? Are they not? It's in the same. Oh my gosh! Remember they have know, a chemistry Listen, class. I'm not a pharmacist, so I, I have mean, no I took clue. chemistry. And I used to talk to my teachers a lot. Of it. I just way, thought heroin and uh, oxy were just two different things. Because nah, I'm thinking I mean, when I think of opioid, I'm thinking these these people are addicted to oxy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then when I think of heroin, I feel like it's like a isn't it like a liquid that you stick in your arm? It can be depending on you know whatever it. It depends, man. Either way, they all they're all cousins. Like, this is good up. that we don't know, though. See, that means we don't do drugs. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't. But if you do See, partake, that's your business. I our mean, parents, everybody, well, we don't do drugs, y'all. I mean, parents teach you up, but you also got to make decisions for yourself. And see, they taught us well because we're making the good decision to not do drugs. Oh my goodness! Because <laughs> if we were doing drugs, we would know the difference between oxy and heroin, and we do not. So. We will Google that at the end of the episode. We'll figure that out. Um, since we are on some slight funny stuff anyway, segue to a, a different subject. So, has there been a time you've been to a soiree and you realize there's a sniper in the building? And for those that know what a sniper is, it's somebody that just goes around trying to holler at whomever they run into in a dating, trying to court type of situation for those that may not know, because I know everybody has different slang for stuff. So, for you. 
Because I've seen one recently that was funny. Go ahead. So when you say like, I want to make sure I understand. Okay. When you say sniper, you mean like, you know how like in Morgan, we used to have like house parties we or something like did. that. Always Every Tuesday. Did. Always. So much fun. For sure. That's, I miss that in it's Morgan. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you saying like, let's say we're at a Morgan party or something like that. And some guys like going around getting as many girls number as possible or I mean, like let's say he too. happens to see five girls that he all thinks is attractive yeah he just goes to five girls at different times of or at course. the same plan- time if you don't at the same time he's on a suicide mission okay. who knows but i mean some guys do it. i've done it before it happens got out the whole group anyways mm-hmm. um what can Ray say <laughs> yeah he may he might see something that's going like oh she's looking at my house her later or you know just okay so working his way around the room simple as that i feel like women do it too but go ahead do we though? I feel Absolutely, like y'all do. Wait, let's pause on that one. We we gonna get to the woman part in a sure. second. Let's focus on a man right now. Okay, okay. really quickly. You say so. Um, so I feel like I have not seen that. Oh, you weren't cognizant of it occurring, maybe because you were just yeah. in the moment, you know. No, 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 no. What I was gonna say is, is that I feel like I feel like I haven't seen that since college. Like I don't really? feel like people do that anymore. You know what? You I mean, I, I, unless they've just gotten smoother, but I feel like Maybe. I've never, I don't think I've been at any party or any gathering or event where hmm. I've seen a guy go around and like get multiple girls' numbers. But then again, it might just be because I'm not paying attention. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I saw it recently again. That's why it made me bring up the question. Well, how was old like, was the guy? Slim was like 30. Really? Yeah. That's why I was like, all right. I mean, granted, you're from a different part of Virginia. I don't know. No knock to Virginia. Okay, but. But I was just like, because I went to the soiree, whatever, right? It was mm-hmm. a holiday uh, mm-hmm. party, whatever. So it was one young lady. Uh, I this was, was recently? To. Yeah. Okay. So I was talking to her. You know, I don't live in that area, so I'm not about to make entertain or waste my time. So just being cordial. Talked to her for a little bit. I guess him and Shorty ended up, uh, found they work together, whatever. So they get to rapping. And she gets ready to leave, gives her a hug, boom, 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 boom. All right, cool. So then I met another young lady, rapping to her for a little bit. Same thing. She worked, I guess, in that area, whatever was my people's peoples. And um, I guess y'all holler at her, too. And I'm just like, all right, bro, it's cool. That's your business. I don't, you know, I'm not no cop block or whatever. So then she leaves. So then we get towards the end of the night or whatever. And then it was some joint in there that was like, I would say in her early 20s. Mm-hmm. He was rapping to her, too. And I was just like, yo, my man, god dang, bro. Like, he went three for three. Like... Damn, I get it. I mean, I feel as though when I've done my sniping days, I mean, my sniping day, I don't know. But, but I feel like, is it a problem? It's not a problem. It's just a funny conversation piece. That's it. Okay. I'm not judging anybody. Okay, okay. If it sounds like I'm judging, then maybe you're judging. I don't know. I feel like because when you say the term sniper. Yeah. Sniper has a bad connotation to me. Because we does. all know what a sniper is. An actual I mean, sniper. Yep. It has a gun. You're talking about shark shooters and, and, and shit, in man. military wars, and yeah. they're killing people from afar. Like, they're not good they're unless out, they're in war. They're sco- you know what but mean? they're scoping out their target, correct? To and kill. That, exactly. <laughs> Same thing because you're, getting, you're trying to holler. You see something you like, you want. But I feel like calling a man that goes around women to too. different girls. Huh? I said women too, but go ahead. We'll get to what? We're talking about men right now. Okay. Okay. That goes around to different women uh-huh. asking for the numbers. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just a slang term. So it is because I mean, it's it more is. to the Because in my mind, I'm like, that, that's just a man keeping his options open. He's seen a lot All of right, women. He don't know when he's gonna see these women again. Yeah, that's the he's POV. Like, you know, simple. I've been there. Okay. All right. What's wrong with that? All right, but let's let's talk about women now. Sure. I'm because cur- I'm gonna be honest. Uh huh. I don't think I've ever like ex- break it down for me a woman sniper because when I think when, the way I'm picturing it is mm-hmm. like 
I can see how men do it because men are typically the ones that approach women most of the time. Yeah, right? more than like often. they're normally the ones that if you go to an event, a guy will go up to a girl and be like, hey, how are you? Get the conversation going. That's typical. Like I feel like most of you are used to it because you that's just what you're taught to do. Right. Yeah. But when you say like a woman is a sniper, I'm thinking like, OK, is she going she, around like a like similar yeah, to a man and having conversations with multiple guys. men? Yeah. I got wow. some done that for sure. Matter of fact. Uh, or is it guys? Multiple guys came up to her. No, I mean, it, 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 you know what? If... It was an even exchange. How about okay. that? It was some guys trying to come holler at her, and she saw some guys too. That she's like, "Hey, how you doing? What's your name or whatever?" And then whatever ensues ensues after that. Okay. But yeah, I mean, women's like it's a my whole thing's human. Humans do that. You get into a new environment, you see some a couple things, and they're like, "Oh, you look cool" or whatever. So you mm-hmm. go holler. Then whatever ensues could be a friendship, could be a little extracurricular activities. Who knows? But that's all it is about being a sniper. I mean, also, a sniper is about secretly uh, linking up with people, too. But that's Secretly linking up? Yeah, like, all the other used to mess around with each other back in the day. That's it. What? It's like secret relationships. Okay. That's it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm mad this is foreign to you. This I mean, I've just never heard this term like this before. Really? Mm-mm. We must have went to two different organs, man. I don't know anymore. I'm just I mean, you are also older than me. So. I'm only older than you by a year. Why do you try that, son? Don't do that. That makes a big difference in college. It, no, it doesn't yes, at it all. Does. Yes, it does. You are yes, it does. Yes, son. No way. Uh-huh, because you it had doesn't. one more year of experience that I didn't have. I got off campus after my freshman year. That was it. And freshman year was wild, boy. But yeah, like... Oh, wow. So you didn't even stay on campus all four years. No. Were we at Morganview? No, I went to some uh, Park Raven Apartments. I know Park Raven. Yeah, it's be over there. So, okay. cheaper. So, but, um, yeah, I do Morganview. I technically did stay in Morganview illegally, but that's in the here. No, that's in the past. So I, think, the past. I think just about every Morgan, except for me. But I'm pretty sure a lot of Morgan students did that. I feel like yeah. that was very common. It was rough out there, man. So, you know, as far yeah. as financial. I mean, I don't, I don't blame them. Yeah. yeah especially if somebody was letting you stay. I mean, yeah, I was uh, couch surfing for like two months and I got my own spot, but yeah, it worked out the way it's supposed to. That's one thing I loved about Morgan is like, I feel like people really came through. Yeah. Like if you really needed it, you really, you can find someone at Morgan that will help you through it. Yeah. I will say that as I'm starting to get a little bit older, I'm starting to uh, leave Morgan at Morgan as far as like our friendship at Morgan was our friendship at Morgan. Like now it's like we're two, two completely different spaces in life. Oh, that's because facts, some people's like, sure. yo, where'd the 180 come from? But it's like everybody grows in their own no, way. No, no, for so, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the older that I've gotten, like, mm-hmm. um, I feel like too, like I've had my Morgan friends, and then some of us have kind of like transitioned, and like, like no, you know, no hard feelings or anything, but like we're just in two different places, and we yeah. kind of just veered off. But the thing that I love about having went to Morgan to a HBCU, but Morgan in particular, is the fact that like. It's always all love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even if we happen to veer off and take different paths, like when you go to homecoming, it's almost as if we haven't, like, we've, we've been talking every day. Yeah, we or took like, pictures together. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Or like, even if you know you need help, somebody at Morgan will come through for you. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. I like have it's just the connection that you forever have. Like, even if, even if I moved away from here, like, even when I was in Iowa and I was going to grad school, like, mm-hmm. Just still that connection that I have when, you know, people from Morgan and how supportive they were, you know, for me to even move to Iowa. Because, I mean, that was a big deal. That is, know? man. So. Halfway across the country and a whole new environment where you don't know nobody. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. I mean, you persevered. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> I forgot what I was getting ready to say after that. I lost train of thought. Um, but yeah, women snipers, back to the main thing that we were talking about. Yeah, they do the same thing. People just find people that are interested in it. I'm trying to find a term for that. Like when you go into a new environment and you get attracted to them, it's a scientific term. I can't find it and it's blowing me now. I know what you mean. It's kind of like when they used to always say like when you're a new kid in the class, everybody seems, everybody likes you. Yep. Even exactly. though they might not even really, they don't even know you, but it's just. Because it's something it's different. something different. Yeah. yeah. It's I a term for it, but I can't find it right now. But it's cool. Oh, well, you know, deal. don't hurt yourself. It's okay. All right. Now let's not do that now because. We, I can you know what never mind yeah um, let's never go mind ahead. yeah we're gonna go ahead and say wait to the next question because we're getting kind of disrespectful so um what do you okay. think why do you think people hold karma in such high regard <clears throat> um because nobody wants nobody wants to deal with the consequences of their actions you don't think so I mean because okay first of all well most people refer to karma mm -hmm. people refer to karma in a sense of like you know, somebody's done you wrong or you did something wrong to somebody and they're like, somebody might say to you, oh, you're going to get your karma. Like most people aren't saying, using it in a positive sense. Yeah, most people are using it in a negative sense. Like the contract killer. Right. And But most of the time, like people don't want to hear that or they are in a state of fear. Not fear might be a deep word, but. I mean, it's possible. Fear. Because if you know you did something wrong or you did someone wrong, mm -hmm. you don't want to deal with the consequences of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Most yeah. I mean, self-preservation kicks in, so you're right. I'm not nobody wants to that. deal with the, but you know, nobody wants to deal with the consequences of their bad actions. Coolidge effect. That's what it's called. Anyways, go ahead. I found <laughs> it. That's the episode Late. title. Whatever. Go ahead, though. <laughs> Anyways, but nobody, um, yeah, nobody wants to deal with the consequences of bad actions, and it's not even just about you doing something to somebody. Mm -hmm. Even if it's to yourself, like we could talk about health. Like yeah. you could eat, you you could eat. Twix every day, all day, that's all you eat. Yeah. At some point, it's going to catch up with you. Nobody wants to deal with that. Nobody wants to deal with the fact that, that's oh, valid. my God, now I may have diabetes. You know what I mean? Like, you might lose a foot, you, unfortunately. You might, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, people, right. people don't want to deal with the consequences of the bad actions. So I feel like that's the reason why, you know, people, they, they put karma in such a high regard because they're like, oh, man, you know, I don't want to have to deal with the consequence. Like, it, it, I feel like it helps people really think about their actions Cause it's like, oh, you know, if I do this to this person, mm -hmm. I'm gonna now receive, you know, even if it might not come from that person, my Something karma, else. I'm gonna receive some sort of karma later on down the road. And you know, mm -hmm. if that's what you need to stop doing wrong to people, then by all means, um, I will say, okay, I'm you know, <laughs> um, I don't necessarily believe in the word karma. I really look at it like you reap what you sow. Okay. I, That's cool too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um Yin and Yang the universe. I mean it, it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel that. like at the end of the day it could it's really the same. I just consider it re reaping what you sow. Um and I do think that sometimes the thing is is that I think a lot of people believe that you're going to reap what you sow or karma, whatever like that, right after you do something to someone or you do something you shouldn't have done. But I think sometimes your karma, mm -hmm. I guess you could say, is it may not come right then. It may not even come a year from now, two years from now. True. It could come 10, 15 years now. That's why I brought up the health example, because like, uh, look at how many times, you know, with our health or individuals, like we can go many, many years eating things or not taking care of our health. And 30 years later, all of a sudden, 
look look at how much our health may be deteriorating. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. Like sometimes you might not get your karma right then, but you may all of a sudden get it 40 years from now. And you're wondering like, oh my God, why am I going through this? Sometimes this has to do with the consequences of your actions long time ago. You know what I mean? That's plausible. Um, In that regard, yeah, that's plausible. I mean, it the. I don't know. I will say that I don't hold it in much high regard, but I do try to treat people the way I want to be treated, even though it doesn't always come out that way or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I also kind of feel like karma sort of like a farce in a way as well, because there's people out here that do a lot of like terrible things that still mm-hmm. walk in the earth. Like, since you think that means they should be dead? I didn't say it means they should lose their life. I don't wish death on anybody. But I know that I'm I, saying, I know you don't wish death, but I guess we mean saying you're saying that they're still walking around. So when I hear that, it means as like in they're think, untouched. No one's bothering them. They're but not. But how do you know that? S- how do you know that they aren't? They I mean, I would think it, it would be on the news or something. We hear some kind of situation going on where it's like a prime example are taxes. Our taxes fund so many wars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No one's coming to bother us. Like you think about it in that way, in that regard, it's like even simple are uh, taxes that funds the police force. Most of the time, what they do is get slapped on wrist, and then that's it. They do something out of line for the most part. So that's why I say sometimes I feel like if karma was as strong or had this high regard people, I guess, dub it to have, then I think things would look a lot different to me from my POV, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, I mean, there's sometimes, so you might do something where you didn't even know it was messed up. Someone could, cause, you know, people can find, take offense to anything mm-hmm, anyway, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. you're not even trying to be intentionally obtuse to somebody. You might not know that mm-hmm. something you might wear or say might offend somebody. Next thing you know, like, oh, I'm going to get bad karma now because, I mean, I was just... Uh, going my regular routine walk. I ain't know me wearing a yellow shirt they would make this person feel away or whatever. That's an example. <laughs> something very corny, but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you don't know. So that's why I say karma's a far. Sometimes we don't know certain things that could offend people. Just like a simple thing we might tweet like, Damn, it's a nice uh blue sky today. Oh, so when it's cloudy there's a problem all of a sudden. You know, like some yeah. goofy shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. like I say I just don't understand people that hold in such high regard like it's a contract killer. It's like, oh, he did me dirty, so Karma's going to get him. It's like, no, he's going to continue to live his life. You'll never know unless you're going to continue to watch. But see, I think that's the reason why, for me, I don't Uh necessarily believe in karma, per se. I believe in reaping what you sow. And I feel like this is, you bringing that up kind of brings up why I feel like they're different. Because when I think of karma, I think Mm of, you know, whatever whatever your action is, there's going to be, like, a reaction yes. or a or specifically let's talk about the bad stuff guess mainly what it's used it's mentioned for but like every bad step you move you make you're going to have a consequence for it and that makes me think even if that bad step was unintentional because that's true sometimes we can unintentionally hurt someone yep. you're not thinking it's wrong and then somebody oh it, it feels wrong to that person because everybody's different mm-hmm. but then it's like when i think of karma i think well karma still gonna come after you versus when i think of like reaping what you sow i feel like it's more so like i don't think it has much to do with the unintentionality part of it like uh, okay. you see what i mean because like when you think of like the word sow, it's like you normally used for farmers right and mm-hmm. when you sow the ground like that's a lot of work right i've heard you, you know, know what i mean it is like which is why which is why we're not farmers you know right. what i mean <laughs> not you saying big iowa that's probably how you learn Go ahead. yeah stop but <laughs> So I, I say that to say because like I feel like that means that there's there's more to it than just oh you just so happen to maybe hurt someone's feelings that you unintentionally see. you see what I mean I like understand from that there's more to it like you like you so you sold those bad actions like you really put 
time, attention, because I mean, sometimes we put time and attention to our bad actions. Let's yeah, be honest. To, I mean, until yeah, day, we've all done too. things that you know we knew in advance we shouldn't have done. Absolutely, we still did it, and That's we what kept makes life doing beautiful. it. <laughs> I know what you're saying. That's what makes life beautiful. But you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I feel like that's more so like now you're going to reap what you sowed because you put that in there versus like, oh, I might have said this one thing to this person that I would have never taken the wrong way. My family's never taken the wrong way. Nobody else has, but you took it the wrong way. You know what I mean? And then I think it also, I think intentionality where it does get, you know, it can get interesting is, is that like, I do think also this is where it's like repenting and asking forgiveness is yeah. what matters as well. Because, um, yeah, like if I do hurt somebody, whether intentionally or unintentionally, uh, I just want to say I'm not out here hurting people intentionally. Sure. <laughs> but um, even like I would hear them out. And even if I might not necessarily understand all the time, I'm still I'm still probably going to be apologetic to them because, you know, everybody has feelings and I wouldn't I wouldn't want somebody to like understand or I get you know, it. my feelings I guess so. I understand I get I can understand some perspective but don't mean I gotta forgive you either if you or, apologize or, or not like if someone like apologize to you don't have to accept the apology you can be cognizant like I you know oh yeah of course I'm not saying somebody has to accept the apology but okay. I you know but of course but I personally think an apology be honest with you mm-hmm. this is my personal opinion I'm all for it um I think that Apologies aren't necessarily always for the person of the receiving. I think a lot of times it's for the person that's giving it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I think that clear conscience. Not to clear conscience. I think it's more so for them to un- for them to understand where they went wrong. Because most of the time, most of the time, now you have some people out here that are not like this, but most of the time, for someone to come and to apologize, that means that they've reflected. They really thought about it and they recognize, you know what, I'm, I messed up here and I shouldn't have done what I did. So let me go apologize. That right. means there's some thought price. That means there's some growth there, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Or something like that. And they now know where they went wrong and they can move forward and do better. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say I feel like apology versus like the person that's receiving it, while it's great, um, I don't think it's necessarily as needed. I mean, it, it's sometimes needed, but it's not always needed. Cause like you said, some, there's some situations where people have apologized to me and I still chose to never move forward as friends. You know what I'm saying? Or in a relationship or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, and, and I'm gonna be honest, me personally, I don't need an apology. Like most of the time I've already made my decision on how I'm gonna move forward in something. Um, but right. that's why, but that's just me. I know not everybody's like that, but. Shot is, go ahead. You need an apology? No, I don't. Oh, okay, okay. I, I lose my sleep. I'm like, oh, bet. That's yeah. how we move in. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Um, well, let me not say that. I think there's sometimes an apology can be necessary. Yeah, it's a case-by-case case scenario. It's a case-by-case case scenario. So, let me not say I don't need it. I think it's a case-by-case case scenario. But I think I'm, I think I'm thinking of the big things that are kind of like, mm, yeah, like I know yeah. like this is not going to move forward. Then it's like, I don't need the apology. But I'm feeling like I'm rapping. Anyways. It's okay. You've been doing it all night. That's why you're here. Excuse you. <laughs> you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because you're trying to play me early. You asked me. I okay? get it. I get it. Let's take the record straight. You tried to call me dumb earlier for trying to understand something, but it's fine. Anyways, yes. I'm just saying that I think that that's why I think apology is so important when people have wronged somebody because I think that it's not necessarily clear or conscious. I think it's because you, you, and you know, most people are not just out here just giving any old apology. They're taking time and they're 
Like, yeah. So. Yeah, idealistically, that's what we want to believe. So. Oh my uh, God, you don't think that's true? Not at all. It's because a lot of people are narcissists. Okay, like, but just because there's people that are narcissists, I'm not. But that's why I said exceptions to the rule. When it comes to okay. narcissism, like I try to put those people to the side because they aren't normal. They need help. I feel like this call me crazy, but let's get it. I think narcissists. I being honest, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be crazy for this, but I consider narcissism on the same level as like serial killing. You know well, what I mean? All <laughs> Not, right. I mean, you watch the murder mystery <laughs> shows here. You're the expert. And what I guess so. what I'm what I mean by that is that I'm saying that like. When we talk about when we when we're discussing the general population, most of the mm -hmm. time we're not talking about serial killers because we all know that they're crazy and mm -hmm. they're not normal. I feel the same. I feel like it's the same thing with narcissism. When I'm talking about like the general population, narcissists are to the side because we okay. all know they got issues. I'm not saying that they're killers like serial killers, right. but I'm saying that I'm not putting them and categorizing them with the general population. Because we all know that they have their own set of issues. It's always outliers. You know what I'm saying? They're the yes. outliers. Correct. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. That's why I'm like, move them to the side. Because you're right. Narcissists will apologize all the time and yeah. still go back. It happened to me recently. I was like, you know what? You know, exactly. I'm talking about no more, man. I'm exactly. good. Right. It's not like a beef or anything. It's just like, go about your business. Don't call me no more. Don't contact me. We're fine. Yeah. Like, no, that's true. At, you know? But... but I'm putting them to the side because we already know they got issues. Yeah. Whatever. You're right. I'm talking about any normal person that mm -hmm. is not a narcissist and has empathy. You know, right. because that's what narcissists lack is lack empathy. Serial killers also lack empathy. You're the professional. Just, you know, Let have to because you just saying, you know, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> there's a connection there. Sure. Everything's intertwined in some kind of way. But um, yeah, like I'm saying that most people. Like, if they wrong somebody and they're normal in the brain, if they didn't feel like they did it intentionally or they didn't really understand, they're not, they're, they're not quick to apologize because they'd be like, well, I didn't, you know, you know, and if they're coming to apologize because they normally have done some sort of reflection. Right. They heard the person out. They listened to it. They took some time to think about it and then be like, okay, you know what? I can see where I went wrong there. Right. And then they would apologize. Right. I get it. Um. Yeah, otherwise, I think most people, if they feel like, no, I, I know I was not in the wrong, then they're not going to apologize. You know what I mean? Yeah, that place got um, where it's at, man. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So, so <laughs> you felt a little strong about that that topic. Anything else you want to say before we get to the next? I don't know. I feel like you're strongly, too, because you disagree. So, why don't exactly. you? Why don't you explain why you disagree? Disagree with what? With uh, apologies not being that big of a deal? Or no, you said that you think that all people. Oh, I guess you said really narcissist. That's so yeah, mind, that was an outlier. Know? It's okay. Yeah. I mean, you talk a lot. Sometimes you forget. It's okay. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next <laughs> question. <Okay. laughs> nah, because you've been you trying going me in on me right now. You've been going on me all night. I have not been going in on you. So um, yeah, perfect segue is uh, is the entertainment industry worthwhile considering the barrier of entry? And um, the reason that coins me this question is because I saw a tweet from Lil Duval that said, "If you can't afford to work for free for a year for some years, then the entertainment business is not what you want to be in. Go to school or learn a trade." So from your POV, do you think the entertainment industry or any industry for the most part, let's just be entertainment because I can't relate to that. I don't really care for it. But um, yeah, do you think it's worthwhile? If the barrier of entry is so extreme to the point where you're working for free and you kind of feel like you're at your, not wit's end, but you're kind of getting worked over. Because I mean, I could look at it, college, 
technically was that same thing. We worked hours mm, on end to do work. Was broke. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. to get our degree. Hungry. Yeah. So Sleeping, like tired. That was you. So anyways, um, <laughs> I'm messing with you. But yeah, so we did all of that. I mean, I wasn't hungry. You know, I'm not saying that you were. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, there were so, times I was hungry, but you know, not, I stayed on campus, so I had the meal plan. Man, I ain't gonna so. lie. I was sleep hungry a few times. But either way, that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I mean, even look at it from grade school too, from grade school up to college, if you happen to do that or whatever. You're kind of work, not kind of, you are working for free. You know, it's labor. I mean, you're not. I mean, are you working for free as a child? Okay, your parents now are doing your. All right. What you mean? Let me get back to college, man. Because okay. this is what happens when I listen to podcasts late. I'll be overthinking. But um, pull it if then. Anyways, um, ah. yeah. <laughs> but nah, like college is like that though. It's kind of like, you know, you have Better internships. Than you underthinking. Let me go ahead and get this this topic off. Okay, go ahead. So another tangent because you're trying it. But um, yeah, uh, do you think it's worthwhile for some of the various entries? I guess depending on the industry. Um, or does it? I think it just depends. I think that I don't. I don't know. I I don't. I think it just depends because I I do think there's periods in your life where you may be pursuing something and it may it may get tough. I mean that's life. You know what I mean? Like I think in anything it can get really really tough, but. I think it should be tough within reason. You know okay, what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that. you should be selling your soul or your body, you know what I'm saying? Or your mental health for, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're selling those things, you know, to get somewhere, then obviously that's no. But if it's like, as long, if, if that's not happening and you're just having a, a time of a struggle period, mm-hmm. then that's, I think that's okay. I mean, that happens. That's sometimes. true. I guess, again, it comes down to perspective because some people run away from, shy away from adversity, you know, because a lot yeah. of people aren't used to having that. I mean, mm-hmm. something simple as you go out with your friends or whatever, or your parents drop you over and say, you got to find a ride back home. That could be in the world. You think that's adversity? It's a small <laughs> portion of adversity because it's like, damn, I'm out here, but how the hell am I gonna get home? Cause my parents aren't gonna pick me up. Something simple as that. It's a small doses of it. But I'm just saying that as an example because mm-hmm. people look at any inconvenience. Remember the old video with ladies at the Apple store having a spaz moment because Apple Care told us she'd be ready in a certain amount of time and they weren't. And she was just <laughs> complaining about it. I don't remember. I mean, that, I'm pretty sure you get the sense of Exactly, but that's my whole thing with it, though. It's just like some people look at a simple inconvenience. It's like, oh, this is the end of the world. Okay, but we you just defined it well. That's an inconvenience versus an adversity. Those are two different things. Inconvenience is just, oh, you said you were going to have it done by this time. You didn't have it done. Adversity is like you're hungry. <laughs> like, you know I mean, what I'm saying? It could be adversity yeah, for your you, phone. You don't got no finances. Like, you don't, you don't have no family. You have no support. Okay. You're out here on the streets on your own. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get back home from your parents dropped you off. So okay. boom, they all come back together. No, See, you tried no. it with me, but I came back. <laughs> but I think it. De- I just think it depends. I do think that in certain fields there may be like you know an adversity period. Sports you know for sure. Sp- yeah. Until I- you become pro, you're pretty much an intern. Okay. For well, the I most part, know. you are. Like, I don't know anything. I don't know. Oh, Lord. All I'm saying. I don't know how you're. Inter- are you playing? I mean, are you still yeah. Consider play- yourself an intern if you're playing. I pretty much because you're not professional. You're just doing it for fun for the most part. And then eventually, if your skills are good enough and someone notices you, then you can go pro, whatever. What you mean? I thought. Tennis? I thought. Wait, hold up. Pause. Because I thought. God, dang it. I thought. Okay. <laughs> last time I checked, if uh-huh. you wanted to become like pro basketball, mm-hmm. you go to college and then yeah. you get drafted. So where's the you period? You don't get paid in college though. I thought you get paid now. They got the little NIL stuff, but that's just little stipends. Is that not getting paid? 
That's more than what an average college student gets. Yeah, now that literally just happened two years ago. Okay, but listen, okay. here I, this is gonna go into a tangent, but we no about to get it. into it. Let's Hands get something sorry. straight. Let's get it straight. And I may not have all the details, so I'm sorry in it's advance. Okay. But here's my thing. Even before they started getting paid, mm-hmm. let's be honest, these athletes in these big name colleges, I know, I went to a big name college, Ooh. Iowa State. Let them know, big guy. Let me tell you something right now. Even they may not be getting a physical check. Mm-hmm. Those those kids were getting paid. Yeah. Okay. They were getting paid in, in a multitude of different ways. Even if it wasn't actual money, they were getting like different um like what do you call it? Like kind of like we had a job where you get like like how you French got this benefits? iPad and yeah. stuff like that. They're no, getting let everybody know. Like, Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, my bad. It's okay. No big deal. Everybody <laughs> he, knows now. He got it going on, y'all. He I, got a whole new iPad. Anyways, I'm saying, but you know how like your job will give you like perks. There yeah, we okay, go. That's boom. the words I'm looking for. I, I knew it was gonna come to you. Sometime. Let me tell you. But these, have you ever, first of all, have you ever watched Thirty for Thirty? These yeah, documentaries. I love them. Watch the SMU one, SMU. the Southern Methodist University. Okay, I'm gonna check that let me out. tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Let me tell you how I know. How you know? I watched that Thirty for Thirty, right? And mm-hmm. let me tell you what this man said. Mind you, this was a long time ago, y'all. This of is course. like 50s, 60s, sometime. You oh, know, wow. 60s, like a while ago. Mm-hmm. Thirty for Thirty SMU. It's a good documentary. Watch it. Okay. This man talked about how. You know, boosters, they would want to get them to come play for their university. Yeah. Guess the type of things they would do? Buy them cars. Buy, their, buy them cars. Yeah. Buy their, and let me tell you, one of the guys said they wanted him to play for his university so bad. Not only did they give his mom a house, brand new house, mm-hmm. they even told him, even went to his girlfriend and said, we will pay for your schooling if you get your boyfriend to come to our university. Yeah. She got a full education just because she encouraged her boyfriend to go to that university. The point I'm making here Mm -hmm. is that even when they weren't getting paid, they were still getting paid in some way, some form. Even when it comes down to, and I know this because I went to Iowa State, Mm -hmm. a lot of them students wouldn't be passing their classes if it wasn't for the fact that they play. And they have people doing their homework. You know what I'm saying? They have, you know what I'm saying? Come on. That's a payment right there. If I don't have to study... If I don't have to take the time in class, I I may not have a... Even if I might be getting a physical check and getting money green Mm -hmm. in my hand, Mm -hmm. if you're telling me I don't got to study, I have somebody taking my exams for me, doing my homeworks for me, you know what I'm saying? All I have to do is is focus on playing ball. Yeah. That's a payment to me. I mean, so that could be also argumented, I mean, uh, uh, put in for uh, entertainment for the most part because you're getting exposure. You're around all these celebrities and things of that Mm -hmm. nature. You're only going to make $500 a week. Mm-hmm. That's the payment right there. So I mean, is that's it really what I'm that saying. Bad? It's I don't think so. That's why I'm mean, like, oh, these athletes need to get paid. I mean, I do think they still should have got a, still should have got some money. I would like. I do think so because I mean, I do think they're spending a lot of they are spending a lot of time and you know energy and putting a lot of work. I'm not. This isn't for me to downplay athletes because I think that no, they cool. are. I mean, they're exceptionally like gifted. You know what I mean? It takes a. I mean, most people cannot do what they do. Yeah, it takes mental spend the amount of exactly spend the amount of time in the gym. And do all that. I'm saying they definitely should have got paid, but I'm saying even if they weren't getting paid, they were still getting paid some form, some fashion. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in, at the end of the day, you know it's illegal, um, but I get it. Even though it is, but they were still. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm, and I mean, I ain't mad at it. You know, yeah, like that's why a lot of schools, you know, uh, get the death penalty when they get caught. Like, yes, my, that's that's what the 30 for 30 SMU was. They were the first university 
in the United States to oh, ever get the death penalty. Okay. And they had it for an entire that. year. Damn. Yeah, and SMU, I guess their football, this is about their football. So okay. they haven't been the same ever since. Like, how often do you hear about SMU's football? But back then, so exactly. Yeah. But back then, apparently, they were like gold. Interesting. And that's what ended up like making their football team not as like good because that death penalty. Yeah, it kills their talent pool. Yep. Same thing happened mm-hmm. in Miami with the youth. The mm-hmm. youth was big when we were in middle school. And then um, USC, same thing as well. They got called the death penalty. So yep. yeah, it messed up your talent pool. Yeah, it has wild watch it. You gotta watch that one. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out since you put me onto it. I'm uh-huh. surprised because I don't know you like sports like that, but the more you okay, know. I don't. <laughs> but so it must be good then. You know? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't watch sports, but I watched that one. <sighs> Exceptional. Interesting. <laughs> so this is another topic I want to rap about. I'm not that big on it anymore, but we can figure it out anyway. Okay. So uh, someone made a thread about Twitter files about how the FBI kind of, in a way. Um, what's what I'm looking for here? Oh, flags your media, the government collects, analyzes, or whatever, and I guess they use your social media content against you or something like that, or they're kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Social engineering you, I guess, to kind of work against like movements and things of that nature. Mm. So I was basically just wondering like, um, did you have any, not any idea of it, but like, I guess what's your whole spiel on it? Do you think it's necessary just to protect homeland security? Cause that's always the, uh, big, um, reasoning behind monitoring citizens things of that nature because i just feel like sometimes you get on twitter and just joke with your friends about some goofy shit might call my name or something like that next thing you know your whole account gets shut down like when my friends got his account banned for like three years he called his man as a jackass so a little simple stuff like that get your account flag so i was just wondering like you know i had no idea i mean i thought it's always going to be uh what's the word I'm looking for here um, always going to be derailment for movements or derailment for a certain situations. Like, we can take it to, well, I ain't going to throw Black Lives Matter movement into it because that's another conversation. No, go ahead. I'm just, nah, we're not going to go ahead. Go ahead. It's, I I'm feel just like saying, I've been rapping. You might as well join the rapping I, squad. I mean, I've you been know? rapping for going on five years now. But anyways, <laughs> um, nah, like, I mean, you know what? We'll skip to the next comp, uh, topic because the other one actually is a little bit more um, detailed. Mm-hmm. And it's also synonymous what we're talking about anyway. So, mm-hmm. I, uh, living in a state of surveillance. Basically, this lady went out with her daughter back mm-hmm. in December. Yeah, okay. so. This uh, past December? Yeah. Cause, okay. Yeah, so long so that's long to say. Um, a mom was taking her daughter to Madison Square Garden and she wasn't allowed. And because of facial recognition, identified that she worked for a law firm that's suing Madison Square Garden's parent company. And the mom isn't even involved in the case. So that kind of goes back to the other thing we we're talking about, but it's just kind of wild to me how it's like they have all this information on us and how they can kind of like pretty much mess with your personal life and your livelihood to a degree. Have you ever seen Enemy of the State? Yeah, years ago. I thought they had cornrows. Well, <laughs> Not when you used to have cornrows. Well, how did you break it down for the listeners that have never seen it before? Um, it talks about that. Like, yes, Will Smith is the main character. So if you like, you know, you know Will Smith. He's pretty much in really great movies. But it talks Sometimes. about how. Um, the government uses um, or uses and abuses, you mm. know, different things like surveillance or social media, all this stuff and can um, use it against us, basically. Uh, they may not necessarily be doing it to us right now because we may not necessarily be, I guess, what they deem as a threat. Mind you, what they deem as a threat. Yeah, she's using air quotes um, for all of them. Can't see. Yeah, sorry. I'm using air quotes. It's cool. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so it's basically about a guy who just happens to be at the wrong place at the wrong time, and um, Will Smith being that guy, and how um, he's, he's, like, the enemy of the state, so, like, the government is going after him, and how much they tear down 
his life because they want something that he has that he doesn't even know he has. Ah, right. Um, yeah. So it kind of gives you some insight into how powerful, you know, our their surveillance system and how, you know, just how powerful the government is and, you know, how they can use a lot of this stuff to really ruin us if we really wanted to. That's yeah. why, you know, I don't know about you all, but that's why my parents used to always tell me, like, be careful what you put on the Internet. Yeah. My be careful dad what you put out. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, the thing, the interesting thing about this movie is that you might have not even had to put anything necessarily bad on the Internet. If mm-hmm. they just have your information, you know what I mean? Um they, they can really just they can also implant things you know like yeah. if they want to search so, history or you know what I'm saying yeah like they can just make up things you know for the way they want to um, yeah you, otherwise it's a really great movie to kind of give you some insight into um, you know you know what kind of could happen and you know I'm a big believer that art imitates life absolutely so, yeah so a lot of times I think that we watch these movies and we think like, oh, it's just a movie. But in reality, it's it's real life. You know what I mean? Like these yeah, are things, some instances these that are, can relate to it for sure. It could be loosely based off a situation that occurred. Or it could be know? something that's currently happening or will happen in the future. It's a possibility too. You know? I mean, simple as a uh, movie Fast and Furious title. That was an old, uh, whatchamacallit, that was an old gov- like, a government program, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And they were still selling guns to like the Midwest or whatever. It's, Undercover agents selling guns to people in the Midwest, which is why they have a big gun problem now in Chicago. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. something simple as the title of a racing movie was actually the name of mm-hmm. an operation that occurred in the early 2000s. So, See? that supports your point, basically, yeah. what I was saying. But, um, and sometimes yeah. when you watch these movies, like, again, what's actually happening in the movie is what's actually happening in real life or can yeah. happen in real life. Definitely. You know, um, kind of like how we look at, like, iRobot is another one, and we looked at that and it was like, oh, but. At, you know they're already looking into doing robots yeah. and you know technology can control, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah so I mean, again Matrix. back then when those movies came out I was like that's crazy but like now look at us you know 30 plus years later yeah. and go- going on it's real life now you know what I mean um, it is. so that's We're why I'm like kind of tech heavy now for the yeah. I'll say tech dependent I should say They're pushing toward tech dependency I feel like yeah, like everything was locked. Yeah, high, and you know? yeah, and then so, if you're not doing, it's like, oh, why are you a dinosaur? I'm exactly. Like, yeah, I guess go back to our other point, but that's not really anti-intellectualism. That's just I don't know. But you know, the funny that well, can, that can still link though, okay. in a way. But um, what I was gonna say about the story when you mentioned about the woman, mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. I I would like to know. It makes me curious to know, like, how did they know that she worked for the firm? Like, did they have her picture online or something like that? Because I'm, I'm guessing, because if they just had her name, and it, let's say her name is very common, how would they have known to pick her out the crowd and say, like, that's that's her? You know what I mean? Yeah. She, I'm guessing she must have had her picture on the what on the website, and then that's how cameras was able to recognize when she tried to go into, where was it she was Madison Square Garden. Madison Square, yeah. I'm reading through it, and I don't really see anything that shows, like, how they had that information, but I mean... Oh, guy actually sued the New Jersey Police Department for wrongful arrest for facial recognition. Interesting. Technology can turn on you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they know because, you know what? That same thing happened to casinos, too. If you're going to a casino, you're banned for life. As soon as you get up in that joint, within, like, probably three to five minutes, you'll get escorted out. Okay, so they, they must they know. must have your pick. They must, if you, if you all of a sudden get into a ban or get banned, 
They must take your picture beforehand. Depending on where you're at, because sure. I'm banned from a restaurant. But what? Go back what restaurant are you banned from? Oh my goodness, it's the Famous Dave's. No, you're not. I'm dead serious. How did you get banned? I told us on the podcast crazy. before, but for those that's first time listening, so what happened was, it was back when me and my homie Twan, shout out Twan, he's always on the podcast, we were 16, mm-hmm. and we were trying to, uh, it was one of my homies like, birthday parties or whatever, so we had like a little dinner there, and then we were supposed to go bowling afterwards. I'm like, bet. So he's like, yeah, um, bro, we can get a skip the bill right now. And I was like, I mean, I got the money, but okay, sure. So mm-hmm. he skipped the bill. The girls that came with us didn't leave at the same time. I don't know why he didn't tell them. I thought he, they Why would did. you, first of all, skip the bill when you're out with some girls? It was a friend thing. We weren't dating or anything like okay, that. But again, I thought he had told them. So uh-huh. we leave. And next thing you know, because uh, they had two different tables, too. At the same time, now I think about it. We had a table over here. They had a table on the other side or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we were talking to each other or whatever. So I guess that's when the waitress knew, like, oh, they're together or know each other. So we go to the bowling alley. We get a call. And uh, my man's father was like, yeah, we got to go back to the uh, uh, Longhorn because of, uh, no, Famous Days. My fault. Famous Days because they say I'm being paid for the bill. And I was like, I mean, I left $20 on the table. No, I'm not my ass off. Mm-hmm. So we get back over there. Long story less long, the waitress is going off. And we're like, no, we left the money here. And then my friend's dad, vouching for us, not knowing, like, nah, bro, we really didn't leave shit. Like, I know these kids. These are good kids. So the manager said, you two are bad for life. And we was like, man, F you, bro. Like, I'm not coming back here. I'm not for a second Did they take a now. picture of you? They didn't. Not to my So knowledge. how do they know that you, how, if you walk into Famous Dave's right now, how would they know it's you? Hell if I know. I mean, shoot, that was about. But let me guess. This 15. is a famous Dave's out in Charles County. Yeah, why? You want to do this again? <laughs> was it in Waldorf? Listen, this is a bad day. It was in Waldorf. Oh, well, don't nobody be going to Waldorf. All right, it don't pleasant. Anyways, this was 15 years ago anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, so I wouldn't care. You don't even be in Waldorf. That's why you're up here. Damn, son. So people know I have an iPad now. People know where I live at, what county I live in. You know there's you- a in Alabama. Oh my goodness! It doesn't matter, man. It's okay. It's um, you fine. want me to bring up all counties? I mean, across, hey, give my social while you're at it, you know? Because <laughs> you're killing me right now. But wait, where were you born? It doesn't matter. Did we born in DC? Because we were born in DC. I know the first three digits. You have no idea. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have a conversation off air. Anything else we're gonna get out of here, son? Because you've been trying it all night. Goodness gracious. Okay. Well, I don't even remember what we were talking about originally. I guess with the whole having information on the internet and mm-hmm. but. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. So, <laughs> okay. anything else that's on your mind on top of before we get out of here? Well, no, you know. No, I just want to say thank you for having me on. Um, I enjoyed the conversation and yeah. For sure. You want to tell people where they can find you at or you want to be underground? Um, yeah, I guess you can, you know, follow me on Instagram at ifinity underscore beyond. Okay. Twitter too or just Instagram? Oh, Twitter. You. Same thing. Twitter, Instagram. You can find me at ifinity underscore beyond. Ooh, well, you already know, uh, Shadow Solo on Twitter, Shadow Solo on Instagram, Thoughts Pending with no G on Instagram, and Thoughts Pending Pie on Twitter. And as always, y'all, I apologize for the late release, but, you know, life happens, New Year came, and, you know, New Year, New Me. Anyway, um, that's all that time, until next time, and we are out. Peace.